coming back again. Uh, we are going to finish sharing with you what we started last week. And if you have not heard our, um, our series of last week, so please, please go back. It's really good. Uh, we shared a little bit about um, how we got saved, what happened when we got saved, and how God restored our marriage. You know, when we got saved, it was like, I don't know, I would say probably, I'm, I would probably say like three, four, three months maybe that I had gotten saved, that I started uh, involved in ministry. Uh, you were saved a month, and the pastor said, uh, I need you to start cleaning the church. I need you to start doing stuff. It was two weeks. It was two weeks. And it was driving that demon-possessed yes. church van. Yes, yes. And I, you know, I'm not saying that that's what you need to do, throw people in ministry right away, but that's what they did to us. Yeah. And you know what? It was the best thing ever. It really was. It caused us to grow. It caused us to seek God. It caused us to do anything and everything that we could do to be uh, a better Christian, to understand this new walk that we had. It strengthened our marriage. Um, it, it really did so much for us. I remember us being saved and going straight to a conference. I remember it was a three-day conference. You had to take time off. Mm -hmm. You had to spend money. And we were like, we don't even go to Disneyland and do those kinds of vacations. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're doing this for ministry. And do, do you remember what it was? It was Pastors of Leadership School. Yeah, right? Tommy Barnett's uh, Tommy Barnett's. Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, and so that just fueled us because they paraded like 260 ministries. Yeah. Things that these people just that, that were helping in any way. And I remember thinking, we could do that. We could help. And somehow, some yeah. way. We began, uh, uh, I was in part of the children's ministry that became, I ran the whole children's ministry, yeah. nursery, children's ministry, everything. You started youth, you were became a youth leader, and so I helped you, and we just, we did youth for almost 10 years, or no, yeah. 8 years, I think it was. A long time. It was a long time. I did children's church for the same amount of time, and in that, you started preaching, uh, you started um, just anything. Anything yeah. that we could do, a board member, you became a children's minister, you became pastor, youth pastor. A I ranger commander. Well, everything, everything. Greeter and a greeter, usher. You love that. You. Uh, if I wasn't pastoring, I would want to be a greeter. Why? Just. I just I like making people feel welcome in the house of God because, you know, I, I've been in places sometimes where you didn't feel welcome. Yeah. You know, and I think that when it comes to people's first impression mm -hmm. of a church or of a ministry you know the ushers and the greeters they're, they're the john the baptist of the church mm -hmm. they're they're the forerunner of what people can expect when they come inside the church and i, I know for you and i um you know when we both were start serving god together like i said we, we dove right into ministry i mean because of a, a passion I mean, our lives were forever changed. I mean, they were altered at that moment to where, you know, on the outside, we still have some challenges, you know, yeah. I was still cussing, still had an attitude, and, you know, you and me were still, you know, working through the muck yes. of our of our marriage, but God was starting to piece things yes. back together, and, and I know it was just out of a holy devotion yeah. that we just couldn't get enough. Yeah. You know, I remember just begging the pastor to give me keys to the church so that I can go clean it. I mean, my one of my first ministries was cleaning the restrooms and, you know, and vacuuming the carpet. I, I just wanted to be around the altar because that's where we got born again. That's where God began to heal us. That's where, you know, uh, the Lord ministered the yeah. most to us. And, and I remember, you know, 
just anything and everything that opened up in ministry, we, we jumped on it. Uh, and I thank God that we did. Yeah. Because, you know, even with, you know, going through Bible college, you know, a few different ones through the years since we've been saved, hands down, I think I put the greatest value on what yes. I've learned, serving in the local church. Yes. Because it was through that experience that uh, God helped get the slack out of our lives. Yes, he did. Uh, there was accountability yeah. that was created because I remember when people started looking up towards us, we still had a lot of flaws. Yeah. And I remember going, oh, God, man, I, I don't want people to know that, you know, we're still struggling in some areas. But but those things were dying out. I remember you always saying, Liana, we can't fail. You yeah. know, Liana, our marriage can't fail. And, and you would always tell me, and still, you know, tell me, people are watching us. And we have to make God look good. And I remember that just made, that just became such, so important to me to love God. And if we loved God, he would always make sure there was love there for each other. And it, it, it has, because yeah. when you love God, through that, everything comes. Through that, everything comes. And so I remember being, um, you know, we've been saved, being in ministry for six, seven years. And um, I remember... I don't remember, I think maybe it was like we're serving already like nine years in the same church, faithful to this church. And I remember, I think it was the eighth year, I felt like there's something different. And we always knew yeah. that we would pastor. We always just knew that we'd pastor. And our pastor had, our pastor at the time had said he knew we were going to pastor. And I remember it was about eight years being in the, the church that I felt like, Josh, we need to start praying about where, where we're supposed to pastor. Yeah. And I remember both of us thinking, Oceanside, California. Yeah, we love the beach. Oh, Oceanside, California. San one. Diego, remember that? <laughs> and then there was another city that we were just like, we would take our kids on the weekends, pack them in the car, pack sandwiches, because, you know, those were the spam and grape years, and we'll have to share about that one of these times. Another story. Yeah, that's another time. But we would pack the kids in the car, we'd go drive guys down there. I remember you tell, pulling over one time and saying, go check the phone book to see if there's any bird churches in this town. Oceano, I think it was. <laughs> I looked in the in the phone book. I didn't know, but they didn't sound like they were word churches. So I said, "No, we can come here. I know we can come here." So we started making plans. We're going to go to the Oceanside area and all those kind of places, and then going home and just praying about it and not not moving on it. Talking yeah. to our pastor, telling him that we felt the call to go preach. He agreed with us. And then I remember it was in nineteen. It was in two thousand. I remember you were just about to go to Africa for your first time because God told us that you were going to do a work in Africa. Yeah, this is a calling. The calling, yeah. And so uh, you said you're going to go for a week to fast. And I remember you left for the week. And you said, let's pray. Let's pray and see what God speaks to us. Do you remember that week? Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember it was a turning point because I knew that something was shifting. We both sensed mm -hmm. it. And, uh, and the Lord was bringing things forward. Mm -hmm. uh, we received our calling, um, you know, serving in ministry eight years earlier. The Lord had told me that I'd be going to Uganda, Africa. He told me that he'd call me to an apostolic type ministry and that we'd be pastoring. And so I remember going up to that mountain and just saying, God, I need you to speak to me. And I remember just fasting and praying and just being alone with him. And he told me, he said, it's time to start pastoring. And and I told him, I was like, well, well, where do you want me to go? And, and I remember he said, by Celia, California. Mm -hmm. He said, that's where I want you to be. He said, you're going to be there for life. He said, you plant your roots there. You're going nowhere. 
He says, you're going to live in that city. He said, and you will plant churches in the surrounding areas. He said, and you will network ministry around the world. And I remember just thinking at the time, God, we don't know anybody in Visalia. And I'm like, Lord, this is going to put us four hours away from anybody we know. But it's going to put my wife's family and my family eight hours away from us. And I remember just telling God, you're going to have to talk to Indiana about this, Lord, yeah. because this is huge. And, uh, we, and had I, come, we had come to Visalia one time. Yeah, six years earlier. Yeah, and we had gone through a drive through to get coffee. Cafe Avia. Yeah, we went to get coffee. And you, mm -hmm. you, you remember, I remember you saying um, that you had come to this town, that, this town like yeah, the seven Revival. years. Yeah, to assist in a revival. And you, when we got coffee, you were driving and you said, you need to really feel God here. Yeah. And that was it. That's all you had to go. You know, yeah. that was it. That was our, what Visalia where even Visalia was. Yeah, yeah, that was our little history of yeah. coffee. But we, our, we had not talked about Visalia because that wasn't even a... We didn't talk about anything other than Oceana, but I remember that uh, when you came up yes. to pick me up, the very first thing out of your mouth was you said... Well, well, wait, you were gone for a week, remember? Yeah, 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 I was you gone, gone for a week. You were gone for a week to the, to the cabin, and I had to drive up. Yeah. I remember I had to drive up to mm -hmm. the mountains, and it was a big bear. Remember yep. that? A friend of ours that was borrow those in the, the cabin and I was driving up and this was before you had their smartphones yeah. and your Google Maps and everything mm -hmm. so I had written directions I had written directions to get to Big Bear yeah and I'd never driven the mountain by myself so let me tell you I prayed the whole way there yeah so I'm praying and I'm I'm trying to get up there and as I'm driving up there the Holy Spirit said to me you're gonna go to Visalia California Amen. you're gonna plant a church there and through yeah. there, you're going to network. Everything that he spoke to yeah. you. Yeah. he spoke to you. Well, I remember I was like, Lord, how come it took me a week of fasting and praying to hear this? And and you just drove up the hill and God yeah, told you. I just drove up the hill. But I remember walking in and yeah. I walked up and I asked you. Yeah. Has the Lord talked to you? And you said to me, the Lord has to tell you. And I said, he has. What yeah. did he tell you? And me and you both would not say yeah. because it was just like that. One of us heard from God, or both of us heard from God. Yeah. And if we both hadn't heard from God, then we were going to have to leave from leave away from that week, yeah. knowing that we had to go go back and pray. Because you should never do anything if you're not in agreement. You yeah. really, really shouldn't. And so, um, as big as that. I mentioned them as big as that. And so I said to you, by Sally, California, and I remember you looked at me, you started crying. I said, "Oh God." I heard wrong, and you opened your little book, and it said exactly what he had said to me. Yeah. That is so awesome. I remember thinking, oh, Lord, we're moving to Visalia. Yeah. And, and, the, and the things he told us to do, because God doesn't ask you to do anything without faith. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, you know, that without faith, it's impossible to please God. That he that comes to God has to believe yes. that he is and yes. the reward of those that diligently seek him. And I remember for us, he, you had a successful home yeah. business that was making really good money. And I had a small partner base from going out doing some evangelistic work. It was small. But I remember the Lord said, let it all go. Remember he told us, she goes, you move up to Visalia. He said, and he says, I, I, the ministry is your job. He said, I, does, I don't want you getting a secular job. He said, people need to see that faith works. Yes. He said, in that area. And I remember we just looked at each other and said, you know, I got you, babe. Yes. And uh, and we were just committed to coming in. I really believe that those those two years, because he, he spoke to us in 2000 and we moved up here in 2002. Yeah. And I really believe that those two years were those years of faith, of learning faith, learning to hear from God and to do exactly what he's called us yeah. to do. And I remember 
uh, when he said, okay, it's time to go. And, and we came. I remember that. Uh, I remember coming up here with the kids every weekend. And we would uh, drive around and we would just uh, try to find somewhere to live, you know. And I still had a business at, in, in the town we were living at. And trying to come up here, we bought a little old van. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, bought a van. And all of our ministry fit in this little van, you know. And we uh, we moved. You know, I remember moving up here and we didn't get a secular job. And every single month, we didn't have anybody coming to our church. Yeah, we, had, we didn't know anybody. So we had six kids. Because our friends moved up here with us, and they decided to come, and so we had six kids and six people, and that was it. That was it. But we had a whole lot of God. Yeah, a whole and lot of God. Little is much when when God is in it. And Amen. You know, um, what blessed me is that what He showed us happening then. Yes. We've watched, you know, through the years. We just this week, you know, we just passed that 16 year anniversary, yes. and to see where the vision has come from. I mean, we started off in a living room that was this big. Yes. This big. Yes. And the, and the whole ministry could fit literally in a minivan. And to see where we're at now and the influence that we've had in our community. We have a second campus now over in Porterville. We have other spiritual sons and daughters doing works over in Bakersfield and other places. And it's it's nothing short of God. Amen. And, and to see how the vision is taking a form and, and how we've been able to grow and to excel in this area. I mean... We were in six different locations the first five years of church, all because of growth. And it's because we're in the right place and it's the right time. And the thing that I know that God has yet to fulfill, and he's done everything that he said he's going to do so far. So I know he's going to do this, is that I know that the next place we step, we're going to build our altar. Mm -hmm. We're going to build something that has never been done in this valley. And I just can't wait to see what all God's going to mm -hmm. do because I know that he always intends to do us greater at our end Amen. than our beginnings. Amen. And doing ministry and doing life with you has just been the greatest joy and privilege to me because you and I, I mean, we flow together as one. I mean, our, our life is truly a miracle and a testimony of what God can do when two people are willing to give him everything, yeah. their strengths, their yeah, weaknesses, yeah. and and, uh, you know, be committed, you know, to the vision that he has for your life. And uh, it blesses me because when we moved up here, it was just us. Yeah. But to look across that congregation now, and we have over 40 family members yes. that live in this city. And every one of them are living here and they're all serving God in ministry. And it was because we were obedient. Yeah. to the vision. We were obedient to come. We were obedient to move eight hours away from all of them. But yet here God brought them to us. And, and they didn't all show up all pretty and packaged nice. You know, they showed up because their lives were in chaos like ours were. But yet their hearts turned to God because there was something they seen inside of us to God be the glory that had changed to where they couldn't recognize us for the people we were today versus yeah. the people we used yeah. to be when we were Ugly yeah. to each other. Well, I remember you said this. You said, um, you know, we're, you, that was a big thing for you to yeah. move eight hours away. Yeah. And four hours away from anybody you even knew and eight hours from our family. And I remember just going to God, both of us, and just telling him, Lord, we're going to do this because this is what you told us to do. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. But you said, don't, Lord, don't forget our family. Lord, don't forget our family. Lord, just like you're sending us to Visalia for somebody else's family. Lord, you send somebody to ours. And he did. He yeah. started doing that. 
and now we have brothers and sisters that are saved, um, you know, that, that are have in ministry alongside of us or somewhere else. And, and we, we were just faithful to do what God told us to do. And he still has honored us. So, you know, I don't know what your story is. And, and I, I, I welcome you to just keep listening into our story. Uh, this is, this is part of who we are and who we are at home in our living room is who we are behind that pulpit. We ask you to just keep tuning in, listen to the first four ones and yeah. this is the fifth one. And we are just going to keep going and we know God's taking us somewhere. And we're so, so glad that you're part of it. God bless you and see you next week.